Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. My name's Obert. Hey guys, it's Nick. Hey! (laughs) Who are you and what are you doing on this podcast? I snuck into Todd's house and I saw that he was uh, just chatting with uh, friendly friends on the internet, so I decided to come on in. Yeah, that's why I wasn't surprised when he spoke, because he's literally sitting on my lap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It would have been better if you were surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get here? (laughs) How did you get on my lap? (laughs) It's so weird. I feel like I'm listening to the podcast, but I'm also in the podcast. It's like a podception. You might know Nick from being married to frequent frequent contributor Larissa. So, yeah. <laughs> Best right known for. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Best known for marrying Larissa. So, congratulations, Nick. <laughs> hey, she's the number one uh, handler. She's got a. Uh, she brings them all to the pod. That is true. She does provide multiple handles to all of us. She does. And, you know, I actually feel bad. She recommended a handle to me that I've never watched. So, sorry. <laughs> I, I do apologize. <laughs> We so all know many. my track record on watching you have, new you things. Have too many handles already that you just didn't have time. Right, to sneak t- another one in. So many good ones, uh, Mister Handle Twenty Twenty One. You know, <laughs> everybody's saying it. It's all over the internet. So, but no, Nick's been a friend of the show since before the show existed. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. It's the first time you only made it after what 147 episodes. Ooh, I finally got here. Something Look at like that. that. He yeah. even knows what episode number we're on. It's helpful where it's on the screen, I think. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, giving no, away no. all he the secrets. I know. He yeah, just I, knew. Just, I know yeah. all this. Actually, I'm the I'm the number one fan, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, even I was like, is that right? Is that <laughs> seems like that seems like either too many or not enough. I'm not right. sure which. We're I will say th- on 300 something by now, or we're in the one teens. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nick always claims to me, at least, that he got the first ever correct beer guess of the podcast. I did. He claims. That he even did. said that as we sat down. He was like, yeah. "Hey, you know, I got this right once, right?" And I was like, "No, it, it was doesn't like happen an episode until you're here. like three or four. And I well, got it right on the nose, and but nobody's ever going to believe me on this because I was sitting in my car. But well, tell you what, there's a spot right here on the whiteboard. There we go. A blank spot where your your name could be after tonight. <laughs> I, I'm very excited. Uh, I want to give it a chance here. I mean, I think I think we should just let you go. Yeah, right? I can just start Bye. this. Bye. Up. <laughs> All right. Well, I haven't even looked at this beer yet, so let me just. Uh, oh, do I get a nice intro? Big time podcaster. Do I get an intro song? <laughs> That's my intro song. I'm drinking. I don't care what happens. That is the beer intro song for whoever drinks first. That's how we get into reviews. All right, so I stole it. All right, guys. So I have a New England style Indian pale ale, homegrown. It's one of the twelve percent. I know Tud uh, Tud loves, and I've had many times with him. Um, let's see. Let's see what a six point eight percent. Oh man, they make these things <laughs> tidy to read. But uh, let's see. So, uh, uh, let's see. This beer I am holding right now in your hands showcases the talents of the local Connecticut brewer Sean. P- yeah, do you know who it is? I have no clue. But um, oh. I'm excited to drink this. You guys know that guy? I don't know that guy. But um, you're really yeah. selling the beer to me, though. I know I'm it getting, doesn't say I'm anything about the guy. Just hearing about it, it just tells about the guy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 his blood. Well, you got to finish it, reading it. It says, "Born and raised in Watertown, Connecticut." Sean started. At, this is oh, really no. hard. As an <laughs> avid homebrewer. Oh, as an avid homebrewer. <laughs> And then honed his skills across several of the top breweries of the state. Uh, it's with great pleasure that we present Sean Peel's original creation in his first beer with 12% beer project, Homegrown, a true New England IPA. Yeah. So, um, I guess there was only That's one way. Just, is to, uh... it, literally, it literally only talked about the guy that said, here's an IPA. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm going to have to it's, try it and tell you about it. And this is like, I think this is like the most... This is like their newest, like new IPA that Twelve Percent has has released. It's like their newest brewer that doesn't even have oh, a so that's why it has a brewery a name, which is called Home Girl. It's, it. it's just and, a guy. Yeah. Mm, well, it's two guys, guy. or it's the yeah, same two. guy. Oh. Well, if you look right, you can see the lamp between them. 
Uh, oh, that was that was a joke. You can. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, guys. Well, I make it sound good, and here we go. Mmm. On the nose, smells like a New England IPA. Uh, it's got gotta try to be just like you guys. I don't gotta know. Pour it in the glass first. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's see if I have a crisp pour. Tilt the cup. At least he knows the lingo. He knows the <laughs> yeah. podcast lingo. Oh. That's true. It was kind of a crisp pour because it landed it, on the floor. It so. always shocks me with how. I know Chris has drank beer out of kegs before, so I know he knows how to pour beer, and he's never. Sometimes of you doing do it. it, and it just fizzes a lot. <laughs> Every beer's different. You never know. Yeah. So don't at me. <laughs> uh, it, it smells a little floral, um, a little a little citrus. It doesn't have a strong note on on, on the nose, um, but I have to try it out. Let's see, guys. Mm, it's good. So it's like it doesn't hit you. Very strong, but it has, uh, let's see, try it down. Become a fruit spurt. Yeah, where's the fruit? Um, yeah, orange peels. It's like, it's got a little bitter at the end now. It's, um, and, uh, Todd helped me out with all the, all the different citrus things. You're the citrus guy. Well, there's gonna be oranges. There could Start be naming citruses. Yeah. <laughs> there could be tangerines. Mm. Banana. That's yeah, not a citrus. <laughs> Tasting. What type of bananas do you have down in North Carolina? The maybe. best ones, citrus bananas. <laughs> citrus bananas. Um, maybe tangerines because it's not as sweet as an orange, but um, yeah, I I enjoy it. It's got a really nice color. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not crazy. It's not like super hazy, but um, it's a little bit lighter too. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, it does. It doesn't have quite the at least from the angle you were holding it. It does look like it's maybe clearer than like your normal New England IPA. No. Okay, never mind. Not, not from my angle. It looks it looks pretty much like, like your one. standard. Like, it, it's not, and again, it's not like Fair it enough. doesn't hit you very strong. It's easy to drink. Ooh, ah, so. <laughs> Thank you, Doug, for giving me this. Um, let's see, I think it has a little bit of, uh, with the citrus, it, it is very refreshing and balanced. Um, I do list. enjoy that. Oh, no, he's got the list. <laughs> Stupid list. <laughs> <laughs> the list of beer adjectives that yeah, just does but, every adjective you could use to describe a beer. Yeah, clean is a good adjective for it. I, I do enjoy that. Not bubblegum. No, there's no bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go down the list. Tell us what it is and what it isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Is it zippy? Would you call it zippy? Zippy? Um, uh, I haven't gotten to a zippy beer yet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never had one either. I, I can't wait to find that. Um, I, you know, oddly enough, I think I've had a Zippy beer before. I think I know where you're going with with Zippy. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, no, it's good though. It's very easy to drink. Um, I, I mean, when I first smelled it, it was floral, uh, citrus, and uh, it's. It, I think it's more of like a middle of the road kind of IPA, New England IPA, and enjoyable. Well, I can empathize with that because I can't. I I'm like swearing off reviewing. New England IPAs because that's how all of my New England IPA reviews sound. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it tastes like a New England IPA, I guess. It's yeah, exactly you know. You said in episode 135 I just listened to. There so. we go. <laughs> For the third like time. Cool story behind it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know. You mean not I the can that's something with with more flavor than just New England IPA. Mm. You mean not the can that doesn't tell you a single thing about the beer? Right. So maybe uh, what what so, New England IPAs does it remind you of if you were to try and compare it to a different brewery? So I would say actually maybe one of the earlier ones. Where's that? Oh, I know. Um, in Milford. Uh, what's the place? Tribus. Tribus. Yes, Tribus. Yeah, I, I I enjoy a lot of them at Tribus. Um, I can't think of their names though. I don't. I, I've only had their. I've been there like three times, but I can't remember the names offhand. But yeah, I mean, again. I, I can't give it too many. Ooh, I can rate this with you. It's just the light bulb just went on over Ted's <laughs> head. Yeah, go ahead. Ted, help him out. Here. Please, yeah, please give me give me something. Get those fruity notes. So it definitely has a lot of orange on the nose. Um, <laughs> very citrusy. Bitter. I mean, it has a little bitter at the end, but not. It definitely has a little bitterness to it. It's it's very much. It's very orangey. I mean, it's it's very just. It kind of just carries all the way through. It's a little earthy. Um, you know, a little bit of maybe a little bit of lemongrass in the back end, but not a lot. It's it's definitely just heavy heavy orange, um, you know maybe some orange rind too because it, that's mm -hmm. that bitterness. It kind of reminds me a lot of the beer that I had last week, which kind of reminds me a lot of the beer that 
that I had, you know, that a lot of the beer that was that used to be Julius when it was a new thing. I mean, it's just a very clean drinking beer. It is. It's okay. easy to drink. So, so Nick, mm. on a scale of zero to five, <laughs> or five is the best beer you've ever had. Zero is the worst <laughs> beer you could imagine. Mm. What do you? So think, uh, how do you feel about this beer? It doesn't like blow my mind or anything. So, uh, but it's also not bad at all. It's, it's delicious. Um, I'm gonna give it a four and now I get to. Big yeah, All I, right. I would also Let's rate see. it a 4.0. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's see, Nick, and you're getting it right all <laughs> the time. Blah blah blah. So 615 check-ins. 615, and it's uh 12%. I'm sure they, you know, everybody uh, that drinks 12% is, you know, they will rate it very. Uh, Hashtag hot pipe. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna rate it hard. They're gonna. They drank a lot of different types of beers. Um. And it's new, right? You said this is like a new, the new guy. Um, I'm gonna go close to mine. I'm gonna go four point oh one. Okay, not bad. I mean, you're not, you're not right. Uh, four point four point one two. All right, okay. all right. So point one one. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Gets not me bad. on the board. Gets me on the board for being first. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the board. You're on the board. So on the board. Nice. Oh, you get to yeah, choose you're in the glare. Oh, so, I get that. Oh, I get to pick. Meeny, miny, uh, Brendan. Obert. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's Brendan? I go Obert. I know. I was like, Obert. oh, no. Meeny, miny, Robert. There we go. <laughs> well, I, um, I'm i excited to bring a beer on from Divine Barrel this week, courtesy of Chris. This is uh, – I, I knew I had to have a Chris beer on today because if I didn't, they'd all be gone by the next time we record. So. <laughs> Very true. I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. I paid for the whole seat, but I'm only using the edge right now. There we go. He also paid for the beer. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is called uh, Split Open and Melt. And uh, there's a nice little picture of uh, some bananas hanging on one of those banana hanging things. The banana stands. <laughs> banana and, um Yeah, that's what they're called. And it's uh, an imperial stout brewed with wild Thai banana, vanilla, and graham crackers. And I don't know if any of you have ever had a wild Thai banana, but I have not. I feel like um, I feel like it's in that scene in Wizard of Oz where like there's like the horse of a different color that's never been on before. Like this is the first time anyone's ever we've we've struggled so hard to come up with new fruits on this podcast, but somehow we've done it. We've we've got a new fruit here. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, it pours really really silky smooth. Let's see. This looks like it's pretty high abv let's take a look i can 11 percent. not too shabby yeah. for sure yeah it's got those nice silky smooth imperial st- stout notes long lasting head long lasting head this is gonna yes. be around this is gonna be around until after the um i like beer song for sure it's a nice head i will say that i like beer it makes me a jolly good fellow Race is on, actually. I don't know if it's going to make it. It's a really long song. <laughs> oh, last bubble pop. Oh, no. Okay. It lasted longer than the song, but it died down enough for me to drink. So not a ton of banana on the nose. Certainly not enough. I'm no banana spurt. I don't know if I can be able to distinguish between the regular banana and the wild Thai banana. But I know a vanilla and graham cracker smell like and taste like i guess i'm just shocked that there are other things other than normal bananas like i thought there was just one type of banana i heard there used to be many types you know that's the candy banana that that everybody knows you know a candy banana no what is that there used to be a natural banana that tasted like that like the like the little like like those like like fruit candies like bananas like the random yeah whenever you have candy banana it does not taste like like flavored yeah yeah it's it's like it tastes Different, not like a banana at all. I don't think, anyways. So, so before there used to be a banana that tasted like that banana, yeah, or that, that candy. Some yes, and I don't know what happened to that banana, but that banana has now disappeared. Okay, so first of all, banana people, <laughs> banana flavor makers out there, we're thirty. Oh, we're almost all thirty-five years old. We're cl- getting closer and closer by the day. But Nick it, is the closest. It's. T- <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's time to like update Nobody's your banana speedy. flavor, like. Like, let your banana flavor become the flavor of banana. Yeah, I think they need to give up on that. I How often know. do we come up with new flavors of fruit? Apparently not very often. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, 
and I don't like it either. I don't think anybody likes that candy flavored banana. No, no, well, no. I no, guess no one does. I guess I am the banana spurt of the pod because I do know the the banana that we all know and love is called the Cavendish. That's the one that you get everywhere. And what happened to the old banana was there was like a blight, like a virus that or fungus or mold or whatever that went and uh, killed all the old bananas. And they even wrote a song about it called Yes, I Have No Bananas. And it was a very popular song in a musical. I think this was like 100 years ago, like in the 20s. Um, and then that banana's gone, but I guess lives on in candy form, candy flavor. So who knows? Mm. But the Cavendish is the one that's out there now. And everybody's worried that like there could be a banana blight 2.0 that'll wipe out our Cavendish bananas. And then maybe we'll just have to go with these wild Thai bananas. Who knows? I was going to say, at least, there's, <laughs> at least there's another banana have a out there to replace the bananas. That's right. We have the technology now. But um, that's my banana fun fact for the podcast. Um, that is a fun fact. Yeah. So we'll see if this tastes like bananas. I don't know. Not really. It tastes like a stout. Um, stout is really easy, I think, to get vanilla flavors into. I definitely get that. The graham cracker is more subtle. I think, um, to be honest, I was expecting to drink this beer later in the show. It's still a little chilly, but um, I wasn't going to turn Nick's invitation to go f- next down. Because um, I think I'm the soberest of all of us, so I needed to catch up. Because you know, yeah. Nick had a sure. beer. I... Nick had a beer, and then Tud took a sip of it. So you know, <laughs> there you go. That must be it. I guess. The... All right. <laughs> you know what? Technically, Too sure. I'm admittedly four deep already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew Chris was streaming earlier today, which you know, I was commenting on how deep your burp was when we first got on. So, <laughs> beer magician over a, here, a sober person does not make that burp. <laughs> Yeah, so I get definitely more rich chocolatey notes, which wasn't mentioned at all on the label of the can, but this is really good. It's a little warm out today for a a beer this rich, but I'm really digging it. I think I need to go go for a little bit of an update later in the podcast. I'm desperately gripping this beer to try and warm it up through the glass. See if I can get any more of that banana flavor or the graham cracker, because it's not a super complex... I mean, when you look at this label with these bananas on the banana hangers and they're singing yeah there's musical notes all around <laughs> um, how do we know that those thai bananas don't taste like chocolate they could that's a good point this this, this could be like if that's the case why are we not growing if if this beer tastes exactly like thai, wild thai bananas we got to start cultivating those because <laughs> that would be incredible i would well, then they wouldn't every be, morning they wouldn't be wild anymore they'd be just thai bananas that's true but you know i know divine barrel can do amazing things this one i think is just okay so it's only gonna get a 375 for me um little room for improvement i think but um still a damn good stout yeah i mean i had this one on tap at the brewery and oh oh i would love to try this on tap and uh, i mean i was underwhelmed by it as well so um in the box it went (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well i was like it, it was it's one of those beers that's that's so unique and i'm just like maybe this would be good podcast fuel yeah it'd be good podcast fuel slash it might be for somebody else you know yeah so i'm not gonna tell you what i rated it because you're trying to cheat i could tell but um <laughs> okay the untapped average there's one rating <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. i know i know what it is but yeah i i, I for me it was a little it was a little underwhelmed. I expected more. I expected more. Uh, so, Obert, out of uh, 220 check-ins, one of which is, uh, is you know, mm. co- co-host of the pod here, um, what do you think the Untappediverse rated this beer? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I was so far I off guess. last week. I was so far off last week with my theory of, like, I'm going to stick with my original guess. People like, uh, now I got I to do the tut. Clearly, whatever Tud's doing, it's working. So you got to get in the mindset of the Raider. I think is my problem. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about what they're thinking about. I just thought know? about. I just thought about that. Uh, that YouTube video. Let's go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. <laughs> exactly. That's what I need to do. <laughs> um, so it's eleven percent ABV Imperial Stout. I think that's going to push and Divine Barrel. I think that all those factors are going to push the rating above a four, even if it's a little mediocre. So. I'm thinking 4.04. And for bonus points, do you want to take a guess at what, what Chris rated it? Um, 4.0. So, Obert, um, you probably should have stayed with last week's uh, method because this week it, it is a 3.78. 
And, oh uh, wow, man, that's really co- low. Co-host yeah. of the pod gave it a uh, three point five. Wow, that's low too. Okay, yeah, it, it, it. I was expecting a lot more banana flavor, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, I don't think I pulled any. If maybe a little bit, but it, I had it a little bit warmer because I had it in a flight. So okay, uh, that that also makes it tough. I feel like to get a good rating when you're like trying different beers right before and after, and you only have the little sip. Yeah, over. and um, but you know, it was. It was a fine experimental thing, yeah. you know. I mean, it's 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 that like Divine Barrel does a lot of those things, and I, I know I've had them on the podcast before, but I have another one in the fridge, and I think you have the same one, the Breakfast Confetti, um, which is uh like a bacon one, which is kind of kind of neat that I'd never had before. So um, yeah, I feel I've seen I I thought we've had bacon breakfasty things on before, but I haven't done it. So I know I've had maple syrup. I don't know yeah. if I've had bacon. Todd may have done a bacon one. I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. Billions, I don't know billions of beers on this podcast. Next week, maybe I'll go back to my sticking with what I ha- what I thought. You're you getting were, in your own I, head. I know You're the, getting in your I own was, head, man. I am. I am. You know? You would have been but on the money. I mean. I would have been on the money. I know. You know? 0.03, would, like, oh, man. But. Mm-hmm. Alas. Uh, not alas. to be. Not Nick to be is today. still the leader. <laughs> Nick is still the leader. But, um. Let's uh let's get Chris on here rating a beer for us. You know, Chris, when you pulled that truly out of the fridge earlier, I thought that was what you were gonna rate. Didn't realize that you were uh having a little little side beer during the app. I was I I none of us have ever vetoed someone else's beer selection. But that I think I would have had to put my foot down if Chris was like, I'll bring in um the regular like uh, just a truly. <laughs> beer is good, beer is good, beer is good. But you want to throw that Jeopardy theme in there? Let's go drink some beer! Beer! Sorry, I was looking for one, and I was like, <laughs> um, I pulled out a New England IPA. And I was like, I'll do, and I was like, wait, we just did like a New England IPA. I was like, no, I gotta switch it up. I gotta change it up. Truly, so I it grabbed is. this. <laughs> truly, it, truly, it is Wildberry. Truly, they're okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so actually, I have a beer that was sent to me from good friend um, slash part-time co-host of the podcast, Kiwi, uh, or New Tud, if you'd, admit, if you'd rather. Tud. Yeah. Yep. We got to get like and a Kiwi this... sound. Like, what sound does a Kiwi make? Well, there is a bird called a Kiwi, so you should probably look that up. And then whatever that is. <laughs> kiwi, Kiwi, Kiwi. I, I think that's it. Yeah. All birds keep, are basically Pokemon. Keep mm-hmm. it recording. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut it up, add it to the soundboard. Um, but this is from Thin Man Brewing uh, out of Buffalo, New York. And this is their Minky Doodle, which is a raspberry sour ale. Hmm. So okay. very excited for this. What are those I little don't... silver guys on the can? Um, they're like, uh, I don't know if it's a superhero or super villain, but it's a super someone. Is it a super uh, monkey or super minky? I don't know. Come on. Come on. Is, there it, is. is it Minky Doodle or Minky Boodle? Minky Boodle. I am sorry. Yep. Minky Boodle it is. <laughs> that is definitely a B. Look at that webcam. Beautiful. Anyways, so I'm very excited for this. Something a little bit different. Like I said, I was I grabbed a New England IPA and I was like, and then I grabbed one with coconut in it and I was like, I want that. <laughs> I don't want that track. <laughs> so raspberry sour it is. Why do I have such a hard time opening cans all of a sudden? I feel like my... Very raspberry Chris has this one weird trick to open beers, and dentists hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Four out of five dentists. Wish he was their patient. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say this head is not going to be... It's not super thick, and it's definitely not going to be long-lasting, but... uh, there it is. Nice, beautiful raspberry e color. It is a very nice um, looking beer. It, it is a beautiful beer. Beautiful beer. Um, unfortunately, the head is almost gone already, so we all know that's minus one point already. So <laughs> right, this one out of four. <laughs> Maximum four on a depth. I feel like we should be playing. Ya- I feel like we should be playing Yankee Doodle while you drink this beer. Did you know that's the Connecticut State song? I did. Facts. facts. I believe you. We got get Connecticut facts and banana facts. I'll open this pod. Minky, Minky Boodle. Minky Boodle came to town. 
<laughs> uh, maybe Minky Boodle is the New York State theme, though. Could you be. Know? Riding it probably, in a pony cake. It, it probably is. It probably is. Um, well, there it is. It's uh, Head's all gone, but the beer's still here. Let's see. I think he likes it. That was a, I'm enjoying myself. I feel left out. I'm the only one not drinking something. <laughs> I thought Nick was splitting his beer with you, but... Uh... I got water. Okay. That is extremely good. This is the first Thin Man beer I've ever had, and I know Kiwi spoke extremely highly of them. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't remember if she had them on the pod or just talked about them, but I remember hearing about them. I think she did a collab with... Uh, she, one of hers was a collab with Thin Man and another brewery that was like underwhelming, I think, but... Just straight up thin, man. This is awesome. Um, so it's way more tart than I think I would have expected. Um, but that's not a bad thing. I definitely don't hate it. Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much tart all the way through. It's not overpowering. It does have a it's it, it's it's got a decent amount of tartness, but it's not like off putting. The raspberry flavor is very very nice, and I don't know if there's lactose in it or not, but it definitely has that thickness, that consistency that like a fruited a fruited lactose sour would have. But it's like super smooth. Um, tart, got that raspberry flavor all the way through, and you're left with like a nice raspberry aftertaste. So, I mean, there's not much else I can really say about it other than the fact that it's extremely good. Big fan. Um, let me see if I can. I mean, it's just a ra- it's a raspberry sour, so I don't know if I'm gonna pull anything else out, but I'm gonna take another sip just in case. Well, it sounds like that smooge, uh, smoothie seltzer thing that Jenna was having on a few episodes ago. Yeah. I don't with know the, if it's quite the, the thickness. Yeah, because I think that's I think if I understood correctly, I thought that was like like almost pulpy, but maybe I'm wrong. And this I, doesn't have the pulp factor. I think Jenna's right. was like was, was like almost like like milky. Yeah, like puree. And, I guess is a better way of explaining that. Okay. Yeah, and yours is more lactose thickness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's very very good. Um, if you like fruited sours, it might be a little bit. So Dana's recently into sours, so it might be a little bit too sour for her, but for me, it's it's very nice. I would say it's probably like an eight on the sour scale. Like it's getting up there. It's getting up there. It's a little bit more tart than your tart greatest with apples. So, um, <laughs> but um, not quite not quite warhead sour. Um, but you know, it's 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 very very solid. So thank you Kiwi for sending this. Um, you know, Kiwi sent like this amazing box right with like a bunch of different breweries a bunch of different beers and like i don't know i just i feel like i felt like such a dad because i sent like two different breweries like a bunch of beers but like two different breweries because like i don't have time because that's all you can break down (laughs) but um but thank you kiwi uh this is really really good um i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give it a four and a half Wow. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very good. It's probably like a four, three, two and a half or something like that. If I were to be on the new the new untap, but I'm gonna round I'm gonna round it up because Kiwi's a good friend, and I gotta drive up my uh, my guesses. Uh, yeah, from your four and five sixteenths, you're gonna round it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna get yeah, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Um, the untapped diverse. Do you want to know how many check ins? Yeah. Yes. It's so I, I like got it, I got it pulled up here, and um, when you sort Thin Man Brewery by most popular, the first one that comes up is Minky Boodle. So this I don't know if it's their flagship, but it's their most popular. But interestingly enough, it's not the one with the highest number of check-ins. That's odd. But uh, there's eighteen thousand nine hundred and seventeen ratings. Oh shoot! Okay. Um, I'm going with the information. Send me the information. Four one one. Lock it in. All right. Okay. Put it on the board. Good enough All to right. get on the board with a 4.01. Ooh, shit. 0.10 oh, wow. off. Damn. Um, I thought you had it for a second, though. 18,000 is a lot of check-ins. Yeah. yeah. yeah I probably kinda... should have tempered tempered that a little bit more. <laughs> no, all of their all of their most popular beers have around this, that same number of check-ins, around like the 15 to 20K, and they're on like 4.03, 4.03, 3.91. So, um, Sounds like a really good brewery, and um, sounds like a really popular beer from them. So I'm going to erase Nick's name from the board. It was nice yeah. while it lasted. It was so close. Damn it. Unfortunately, Tud, that's 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 basically wide open for Tud. I mean... You mean, just you know, leaving me a gaping well, hole the, si- the size of a tractor-trailer truck to drive it right Might through. as well just put the uh, put one on the board for Tud already. For, for Tud already. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no way he's going to mess this up, so you might as well just put it on the board already. Yeah. 
I mean, it's cool. We could skip me if I if I just get the tally mark. Sweet. <laughs> Take the win. Um, oh, I heard I heard Todd didn't want to go. So, so this week, this week I brought something a little bit different to the podcast. Um, it is called Luscious. It's a real fruit hard seltzer. It's by okay. the it's by the guys over at Abomination. Um, it is a fruit smoothie made with mango and red raspberry hard seltzer. Uh, ingredients include water, fermented cane sugar, mango, red raspberry, and yeast. Uh, in true seltzer form, it tells you the calories. It has 220 calories. And it's got a really cool can design. It's of a really, you know, fruity, fruity skull. skull. Nice. Well, in true Kanye fashion, I'm going to let you finish. But you brought Nick into your home, onto this podcast. You gave him the most generic beer possible to rate. And now you're going to pull <laughs> this out. Well, it, it didn't even explain it on so, there to give me something to work on. <laughs> so, so it's like, hey, come on my podcast. We're going to have a good time. Have this. It just is a, a black and white can with three letters, IPA, and just talk about it. Okay. So in, in my, in putting on back the kimono here, I was actually going to drink the homegrown beer on this week's podcast. Um, oh. Nick, Nick asked for an IPA. I thought I had pulled out an IPA for Nick. It was really an Imperial Stout. Um, <laughs> so at the very last second, I said, here, take this can. I'll just, I'll drink one of these. Cause I wanted to bring this to the podcast anyways. I've had it for a few weeks. Um, so in Noble full disclosure, sacrifice. yeah, in full mm. disclosure, the homegrown was supposed to be my beer tonight. Mm. I would have loved to hear, like, without me giving that awesome review before that you used so wisely. <laughs> <laughs> what you asked? That's, I asked if you wanted a stout or an IPA. You said IPA. <laughs> I did. I did. All right, all right. Now he knows. Next time he's on the show, he's got to bring the craziest beer he can think of. Where he's yeah. like, yeah, I can taste the burned bourbon barrels that they've infused in here. <laughs> Don't help him. It just, kept on, it just kept on getting thicker and thicker as I poured it. Uh, now was did you say this was double? Did I did you say double fruited or no? No. Just a f- fruit smoothie made with mango and red raspberry. Um so I believe this is this the most similar thing that I can buy in Connecticut that is uh similar to a smooch. Again, you can make your own. Again, I could I could make my own. This I mean this is it literally tells me what's in it. It's it's water, cane sugar, mango, red raspberry, and yeast. I could do it on my own. Um, so anyways, it looks really, really pink, as you would expect with all that raspberry in there. Let's, uh, let's take a sip. Now, I will tell you, I know that there is a double one out there. I've had the double one. I had it at the, at the, um, the rising point. This did not exist then. Oh, we need, we need a sound drop. I'm getting there. I'm one man. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't, you, well, I don't know. You're starting to take a sip here. All right, it tastes like fruit, like like legitimately like pureed fruit in a glass. I don't know if there's any alcohol in it. It, so is, it 5. Point, is a smooch. It is five point five percent ABV. Um, it is. It came in a sixteen ounce can. Yeah, it literally just tastes like fruit juice. Um, it tastes like raspberries and mangoes. Uh, starts off with a lot of bitterness from, or like a lot of sweetness from a raspberry, and kind of fades off into a mango, and then it kind of ends with more raspberry. It's really good. Uh, is that what you taste too, Nick? Yeah, and I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm handing off my beard. Well, hang on. I got to finish drinking. <laughs> did you get that progression of fruits? It, I did. It was like I was feeling it as he was saying it. It was just like, it was it was so delicious, yeah. He, he really is a fruit spurt after all. Yeah, he really is. Um, I'm, I'm always happy when somebody's here and can like back up what I'm saying. I, I'm he can sad pick that... out the fruits when the beer tells him what the fruits are. It's amazing. I can't wait to get back to Connecticut now to have this, especially that it's like right around the corner for me. Um, so you can find this all all throughout the state. It's that um, that it's just been it's been sent around to basically every package store. Uh, this is Abomination's answer to when I talked to to Josh, the head brewer. He said this was his answer to to all the truly bullshit. Is that he actually had to make like real fruited sours or fruited seltzers? seltzers. Um, yeah, it's I mean it's light, it's it's crisp, it's refreshing. I literally could chug this, and it, it is crushable, as Ober and I have discussed on previous podcasts. This falls into the crushable ability. Could you chug this if you wanted to? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would. I Anything would. below uh, 8%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't hear Chris weigh in on that debate. Well, you well, Todd, you said, you, t- 
You said anything below six, right? I said six and below. It's pretty much crushable. I I, I think I was side. I was team over on that debate. Five and below. The under underneath the Budweiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but what? Five point one. I think is a Budweiser. Five point out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So five and below. I think is is crushable. So you had, but you had that beer that we were talking about. It was the beer you sent us. It was the 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 zombie zest intentions. Yeah, zest. That's cr- <laughs> that was crushable. I mean, you could, I could, I could have chugged that beer pretty quickly. Did yeah. you have zest intentions? I, I I did. I don't think I could chug it. Like it is, and this is a, this is coming from a beer magician. Like this is uh that that's a very very like citrusy beer to chug. Well, you could chug you know? Sprite, right? I mean. Have you ever chugged Sprite? Wait, it's terrible. You can chug Sprite? Oh, that hurts so much. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Do you have a Truly in the fridge right now, Todd? Chug a Truly right now and tell me how I, you feel. I have Trulys on my floor <laughs> over there. Uh, okay, grab cold. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it was, it was, it was uh, a good sitting out in the sun beer, but I, I don't, I wouldn't consider it crushable. I think and it's fair to say that, that Chris has chugged more beers in the last 12 months than anyone I know. That is true. <laughs> but he, so yeah, don't so, go by the number. I would say you got to go by you know how it, on the palate. You know. So what do you do? You have like a rating. Like if you were going to play flip cup, would you would you play flip cup with this, or would you go for something lower? Oh, I wouldn't waste on flip cup. Gosh, I oh, I, no. I would most definitely go. You know, I mean, flip cup is Budweiser. You know, all the right. All the that, stuff those e- th- very easy to drink. But this, I would I would love to have like uh, as much as I can. Really. That was <laughs> I can't wait to get untapped. I don't know what I'm going to rate it. Uh, I can't wait to get untapped. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> wants a, uh, Nick wants a 64 ounce carton of this with breakfast. Yeah, please. <laughs> How many more of these? I don't do you know. Have? A lot. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well then, I'm just sitting here with none. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think the crushable thing is like, what can you start in the morning and end in the evening drinking the same beer all day? Like, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I always think of. I could do this all oh, day. That's, that's five and a half percent. I I I mean, I guess, but that's not a beer either. That's a seltzer. It, it's a seltzer, so it is different. But it's true. It is different. It's very thick, though. I mean, it is. It's not like it's not like stick a spoon straight up in it, but it's it like, is thicker. It, it's a it's a seltzer smoothie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, they took seltzer and put puree in it. And mix it up with a spoon and said, "Yeah, drink." Between a truly and an actual smoothie, it's like uh, like like a seven, I would say. Okay, Ooh. so Did we just come yeah. up with a new scale. Yeah, <laughs> new scale. <laughs> smoothie seltzer scale. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this has to have. It might be a tri scale or something like that, or maybe zero. Maybe it's like Ooh. the pH scale where it's like oh, you zero sevens zero, in the middle. Sevens in the middle. Yeah. So. <laughs> So ne- I am negative, <laughs> negative four, or zero is water. <laughs> so I am doing a, a a beer trade with Jenna to get some of these smooches. So I will Ooh. be able to to officially say if it's thicker or or not thicker than this once I complete this trade. And actually, I'm also in talks with Jenna about getting some smooge. So we can do a smooge off. We can smooge all over the place. <laughs> this sounds like I'm listening to like. <laughs> professional sports teams like we're in talks right now like, we're trying to arrange a three-way trade kind of situation um just so you guys know dana dana heard my smooth joke and she's just making faces <laughs> not not funny faces like disgusted faces <laughs> she doesn't want any of your smooch on her it was gonna happen uh, too late game. for that wait what um Anywho, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna rate this. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think it's. I think it's delicious. Um, what's that look for? What's that? What's that look? No, for? I think the same thing. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I think it's great. Uh, as far as Untapped Diverse goes, wait, wait. What does Nick rate it? I mean, I was thinking four or five two. I was. You guys are on the same page tonight. Yeah. Do I get points for that? Oh, I don't know. Does he get a point for saying four point? Oh, four point. Yeah, you got one one person. Sure, deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think I think the Untapped Verse is going to like this a lot too. I don't know if they're going to be quite as high as me. Um, I think some people will knock it just because it is a a hard seltzer. But I don't know if they're going to go that low. It's abomination. So they do have hashtag hop hype as well. I'm going to say four point two two. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> so excited. Uh, four point one zero. 
Ooh. Oh wow! Okay. There was a hundred. There was one hundred and fifty check-ins. So a little uh, lower than you know. Yeah, it was. It was a little. A little lower. I, and I'm glad it wasn't the double one because you would have been dangerously close. Ah. <laughs> 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 It was very the streak good, of though. tyranny oh, is broken. Surprise, four point one. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Well, it is for, not a beer, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like, and maybe maybe it's just me. I feel like the beer scene is like becoming more accepting of some of these things. Maybe not. Maybe I it's mean, just it's, me. Maybe it's still. Maybe over it's just a podcast. Four. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, what's the highest truly on Untapped? Oh God, I don't know. But truly, truly is like not even. Well, actually, I'm curious now. But it's, it's probably not even considered like the, the same. I mean, what's a truly Strawberry lemonade rated. That's probably their the highest rated flavor. Three point four. Black cherry lemonade is also a three four. Everything else is like barely above a three. Hmm. 3.1. And I consider that probably the best, the best hard, the best mass produced hard seltzer. So maybe maybe Untappedverse does not like hard seltzers. They might not. I don't know. No. Well, it is a macro brew. But you did get me um me thinking like what is the what is the highest rated Anheuser Busch beer um. Which would be interesting to check. I actually have it pulled up now, and I think I gotta say <clears throat> the highest rated Anheuser Busch beer with like a thousand check-ins. I I think I can. I mean, that's I think that's pretty easy to me at least. It's got to be one of the the Bourbon counties. Well, that well that wouldn't show on Untapped if you just typed in like Anheuser Busch as the brewery. Like I think they're owned by Anheuser Busch, but they're not. Their label, their name isn't on the label. Now keep in mind, yeah, tru- could- truly is owned by Boston Beer Works. No, I know, but like... Um, or Boston Beer Company, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. It's not what I thought BBW stood for, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, over. It's BBC. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. Um... <laughs> okay, so the highest rated beer with over 200 check-ins on Untapped that is attributed to Anheuser Busch. Um, any guesses what either what the what it is or what the rating is? It's not Bourbon County. Attributed just to Anheuser Busch, right? Is the la- is the brewery that's on the label? Is it that Anheuser Busch? Like is it like that five hundred five or whatever the fuck it's called? Um, no, like- Chris BLLs, BLLs, yeah, Bud Light Lime. You're moving close to the right direction. Bud Light it's Orange. The um, <laughs> it's actually the Natural Light. Sour seltzer, rind and dined with 278 check-ins. It's a 3.51. Oh wow, that's yeah. their very best. What, what are Natter Days rated? Um, I think they're in the twos. Yeah, because those are they delicious are for too. the boys. They are for the boys. The pink can. D- did you see they came out the, with like a yellow can now or something too? Well, yeah, the pineapple lemonade is rated much higher than the strawberry lemonade because the pineapple lemonade is a 3.54. And the strawberry lemonade is a three two four, so pretty close. Still high. That's actually that's actually not bad best. for like mass produced. Yeah, crappy. We gotta get a, get our hands on these pineapple lemonade Natterdays. I believe I, I see them all the time at the store. I believe if you I head got, over to Instagram, there's a video of me chugging Natterdays with the Natterday boys. There is a long time ago. Yeah, last not last year, but in 2019 at the Rising Pint. I I had them yell out Natterdays are for the boys, and then I chugged a beer with them. That's like so. It's like the Bud Light girls. There's also the Natterday boys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So are they like? I'm just imagining they look like they just have like chiseled six pack abs and are like totally greased up. They try they to flex while you. They flex <laughs> while you drink Natterdays. <laughs> I believe we all did a like a you know a little crack and shotgun to a Natterday all together. So I think that's, that's what the video entails if you watch it closely. I have wow. not had a Natter Day. I feel like I'm missing out. I, I had like one I... on for a Face Your Beers. I think for our 40s, um, 40s episode where I couldn't find a 40 in Montana. Still have never seen one, by the way. <laughs> I've been keeping my eye out. But I'm, so I just I'm coming to town to verify this. Yeah. This is the entire reason I'm coming for the next eight days. <laughs> okay. We'll try so I just, bought, I just drank 40 ounces of Natter Days. So. 40 ounce redemption. I expect it. If Tud finds one, he has to buy it for you, and then oh, the next yeah. episode. If Tud finds if Tud fi- and Nick find one, I will buy two of them, and I will do Edward Forty Hands live recorded on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to tape them to your own hands? Well, that's why you're here. We can help. <laughs> True. 
<laughs> I've never played Edward Forty Hands. I feel like I'm missing out on so many things. I don't have the bladder capacity for Forty Hands. That's my limitation. It's I think too- Todd said you just keep your penis out all the time. You unzip your you unzip or your, your fly before you go. Pants. I or you have one one person that you trust. <laughs> you wear basketball shorts so you can like slide them down. Shimmy, shimmy, Maybe, shimmy them down. I think the trick is to you can't put them back up. You can get them down. <laughs> I think the trick is to finish forty ounces of beer, wear the basketball shorts, and then just kind of like just like get the bottle up up there, and then oh. fill up the bottle again, and then dump it in the toilet. You're talking about pro level stuff right yeah. now. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't give away my strategies. <laughs> oh man. If we do if we find this, you know, the three of us might have it's, to play Edward Forty Hands live happening. recorded. I'm not gonna say there are zero forties in Montana, but it is weird that I have not like I just think that they're illegal at this point, because why wouldn't there be? <laughs> they're either illegal or a hot commodity. One of the two. Yeah. The black I've never seen. 40s. <laughs> yeah. Should we go buy some that's, 40s and put them in the bag and I bring them? So. I don't think that's necessary. That's not part of it. That's not part of this whole arrangement we have here. <laughs> two 40-ounce natty daddies. <laughs> if you bring, if you bring oh, me a 40, so I would definitely drink it. On our next uh, episode, that that is a multiple of forty. One sixty. I'll drink. I'll drink forty squared on. But I might have to mail you one because it's already past uh, past closing time for all of the liquor stores. Yeah, actually, I tried to buy beer at seven a.m. this morning. They would not sell it to me. That's lame. I tried doing that in Tennessee. (laughs) Same. Eight a.m. I think is the cutoff here. It is for you too. I what were you so. doing at 7 a.m. trying to buy beer? You know, I, I'm a good husband, and I was trying to give bring some beer to my wife as like a going away present, and uh, yeah, and I ended up not being able to do it because that was the one time I had you know my chance to do it. But I was going to do a sip of sunshine and uh, what was it? Too juicy. Those are the two ones that I was going to bring her. So, so you can say that you, as like a good husband, you came too early. I came too early. Yes, as a good husband. So she keeps me around. Okay, so the with themes that, of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our four handles for Frosty Mug of Wisdom, where we um, we whip open our freezer, pull out our four handled mug, and uh, go to town on it with dispensing wisdom, uh, the four handled kind. You know, life advice, wisdomy wisdom, etc. Um, Jordan, take it away. Yes. Your handbook. Test your handbook. Test your handbook. Test your handbook. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. Chris, Todd, Obert, and Nick, popcorn, <laughs> and other animals. He's the animal. Mug of wisdom. Okay, um, Chris, honk, 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 man of the people this week. We keeping are the that champions. gate. The My score friend. is now ten. With Tud's in the lead with ten. Chris is uh, in second place with seven, and I'm also on the board with three. So, uh, Chris, working on narrowing that lead with Tud. Um, Anything you want to say about that before we go? Or do you want to just tell us who's drinking first? I mean, who's handling first? (laughs) We're drinking again. Go again. (laughs) Take it from the top. Uh, I just want to say that if it weren't for all the episodes I missed, probably, and the one where Tud had the cheating one and all the other stuff, I'd be winning. So, you know. But who's keeping track? 
clearly yeah, not me. Yeah, I feel like we have a whiteboard directly behind <laughs> me that you guys stare at the entire episode or anything. It's almost, it's almost <laughs> like I might have missed like three weeks beforehand where you had like the ability to rack up to even get anywhere close to me and sniff my jock. Well, all I got to say is if I had gotten it right every week, I would be winning. <laughs> so, Well, I mean, that's debatable. Like, Yeah. <laughs> you can't prove that. True. Uh, true. Over in a game but against I, yourself, would you even have that many points? That's like if the tree falls in the woods and no one's around. Does anyone hear it? I don't know. Right. But we can hear the victory. The people in the streets, they're cheering. Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah. Chris, Chris. Oh. It only sounds like a very faint whisper. <laughs> oh, man, there's a much louder boo contingency. <laughs> oh, now there's rioting outside. What have you started, Chris? <laughs> There's writing of how good I am at guessing beer averages. Um, but I think it's only right to have Nick go first, being right. his, de- his his podcast debut. <laughs> so in these uh, couple seconds, I was like, oh, crap, I do not have one. But I've I... had 147 weeks to prepare. I so. know. <laughs> My wife has taken all the good ones, though. So Very fair. Yeah, so I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Next time we have to have Larissa on. Can we have Larissa on next time? <laughs> oh, I would love to have Larissa as a guest. That'd be awesome. Let's yeah. set it up. So I'd have to say. So I'm going to do an app, uh, an app that I've been using with uh, with Larissa and my kids for uh, like two years now. Um, it's called iNaturalist, and it, I think it's interesting because it's like uh, Pokemon because you can take a picture of just about anything outside. Chris. And then you can, like, it'll tell you what it is. And then you can, like, write down, you know, a little note about it, whatever. And and if you don't know what it is, and say the, the computer algorithm, if it can't figure it out, other people will tell you. It's like this whole community. And so uh, Nate and I and Larissa and Owen, we all go out and, like, look for weird stuff. And uh, we find weird stuff and other people tell us what it is. And it's kind of cool. So we, I have this whole thing. I have, like, 150 different uh, bugs uh mushrooms birds whatever else and uh and it works flowers well. flowers yeah i saw you scan a beetle the other day yeah uh, oh, you're on iNaturalist that? too nick yeah i mean t- oh, t- 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 you're, you're on iNaturalist too no i was hanging out with nick and there was a big beetle and we were trying to figure out what it was and he yeah, took out this app a, and took a picture of it what was it a um now now i'm not gonna remember it it was the yellow beetle it was, it was a, a grape grape grapevine beetle right grapevine beetle yes. yeah yeah, it's kind of cool. That's interesting. Know? It was like this big. It was huge. Yeah, it was attacking people. For listeners out there, I'm holding up like my fingers and like the size of like a silver dollar. Like it was Half a top, big yeah. fucking beetle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and and actually, I had found that one before, and Nate knew what it was too. So it was kind of cool. It was just like you know. Yeah, he was able to go back and figure out when he had checked it in prior. Kind of like untap. It's like untap, but for outdoors things. Yeah, yeah. stuff Bugs. that grows outside. It's cool. Yeah. Can I? Can I add iNaturalist to Grizzly Bear next week when it's trying to eat me? Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping a Grizzly Bear will eat you and I'll just replace you. That's what, uh, that's my whole, uh, my plan. So. <laughs> <laughs> On the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's less gruesome ways to become a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Share a tent and I'll just shove you out when the bear comes. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. We gotta. This, if this happens, this podcast will become introduces evidence in a court of law. So. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I'm not going on this hike anymore, guys. I'm going to live no, in Obert's condo for four between days. Between me and the bear, nobody will talk. <laughs> I am also a iNaturalist user. Um, I've used it in the past, but I picked up this year especially. There's a lot of wildflowers around here that I don't know. Mm. And that's what I use it for primarily because they don't move. They don't fly away. So it's yeah. really easy to just be like, ah, I got that that picture. But it is like Pokemon Go in a way where you like you kind of kind of want to catch them all and you want to identify everything. And the thing I like best about it is it really keeps you more in tune um, with your surroundings. It keeps you more aware of like, oh, I've never seen that flower, that bird, that bug before. Um, and it just makes you smarter. And just better at knowing what's around you at all times, which is cool. And then you just chase it into the woods. and (laughs) Yeah, and I am amazed at how good it is at identifying stuff. It is, yeah, it is. It's crazy how good it can, you know, it can pick stuff out of these pictures. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to. I'll have to friend you, Nick. When you when you come out here, we'll have to become iNaturalist friends. Yeah, man. So I get to pick the next person. Is that how this thing works? All right, guys. Um. 
So I'm going to go, I'll go with Mike right next to me. So this is going to be... He's, he's Todd on the podcast. I mean Todd. There's no, there's no Brendan, there's no Mike. <laughs> there is only Chris it over. Yes. There yeah, is a Chris. I, I'm the same, yes. <laughs> um. So I did not plan this, but that's very interesting. My handle this week is something to use to get rid of bug bites. <laughs> um. It's called the bug bite thing. I don't know if you guys have heard about this before, but it, it's basically a piece of plastic with like a plunger on it, and you, you push the plunger down, um, and then stick the little hole at the bottom over a bug bite, and then you pull the plunger up, and it like sucks out like the venom or poison from the bug bite. Have you tried this? I did. I actually have one packed in my bag for Montana. Um, it does work pretty well. Uh, That's awesome. I got like sixty bug bites this weekend, so well, I can bring it right so now. he can. Uh... <laughs> you have to spend a couple minutes like doing this, but yeah, you just basically pull up on it and you leave it there for a couple seconds, and the the itchiness goes away. It helps alleviate itching and swelling from bug bites and stings. The bug bite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have the I I have the wrapper on my desk currently because I just put it in the. So it's pretty much you're just sucking it out. You're just literally putting like a plunger up to it. Yeah, yeah. It's basically just a straight plunger that goes over the bug bite. Um, it has different little tips to it. So depending on how big the bug bite is, it can fit directly over it, and you can suck up, you know, suck up the bug bite. So you know how like if you get like a mosquito bite and like you kind of like put your fingernail in it and like make like a like an X pattern or whatever, and the, the itchiness goes away. You guys have never done that before. Nope, never Not heard yet. of that in my entire yeah. life. Uh, well, try that over. On one of your 60 bug bites, take your fingernail and make like an X pattern, and the itchiness will go well, away. Well, not itching right now, but now that I'm thinking about them, maybe they'll start itching. So you, so if you do that, this is basically like that, but but better. So you just hold the, the plunger for 10 to 20 seconds, and you push down to release the suction, and then boom, no more buggages. It's made in Denmark, so it's got to work. So what do I do? Circle, circle, dot, dot? So make like, so take your fingernail and make like uh-huh. an X pattern in the, the bug bite. So just draw an X. X marks like, the like, spot. So like you go like this. So like like this, and then turn your your finger. And make oh, like a... so I don't even drag my fingernail. I just indent, turn my finger ninety degrees, indent again. Correct. And um, I don't know. I didn't even notice the bug bite before, but now I do. So I think this would be good for <laughs> my kids because it might just like it. If it does anything, it'll at least get into their head and make them think they it did something. You could try it, <laughs> right? Well, you'll have plenty of opportunities. To try out your bug bite thing. Yeah, I feel like you lied to us on this podcast before. Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have been told by Obert there there are no such things as bugs in Montana, and now now he's claiming that there are a ton of bugs in Montana. Yeah, I have to apologize. I actually was talking about this. I was like, I told Todd that we don't have any bugs in Montana, which is like compared to New England, way fewer bugs. But this is of the four summers I've been here, this is by far the worst bugs by like double. So. I guess you're bringing them with you, maybe. I'm not even there yet. I'm still here. I don't know. Connecticut's pretty bad this year, too. I don't know what to say that. And that's your bug report, folks. So, <laughs> I'm going ha- to hand the mug off to, to Obert. Brobert. Oh, I didn't go yet. Okay. Um, well, I guess I have to go return to my well of cell phone games, because this is one that um, I'm a big fan of, and uh, I've been playing a lot, and it's a solitaire game, which... Probably the solitaire game I've played the most. It's called Flip Flop Solitaire. And it has elements of the normal Microsoft Windows Solitaire game. And also like the Spider Solitaire. Because it um, it has like six piles. And then it when you hit draw, it gives one new card to every pile like Spider Solitaire. But one thing that's different about this version of Sol- Solitaire is that you can go up or down. So you can put like a five on a six which is normal, but you can also put a six on a five. So um, you can, exactly. So you can kind of chain things up and down as well. So you kind of chain things up and down as well. I was trying to look the game up and it started playing a video about it. So, so you, um, there's like single deck mode, which is pretty easy and it's pretty much impossible to lose. Um, and single suit, I mean, and then you can do everything up to four or even five suits. And if you were a fan of Solitaire on Windows XP, you would love this game. It's a great kill five minutes game to play on your phone. Um, I It is available for Android and iOS. I have the Apple Arcade version, which um, I think has the include like four and five suit for free. But I think if you get the Android version, you have to pay for the four or five suit. But the, like the demo, like the 
there is a free version you can play to check out the game. And if you're someone who likes Solitaire and you were looking for a new cell phone game that's maybe a little bit more mentally stimulating than um, Candy Crush, check out Flip Flop Solitaire. I just downloaded it to my phone. I'll play it tomorrow on the plane. Perfect. And again, no <laughs> ad- this is my requirements. No ads, no like annoying progression bullshit. That's to, to be on my, to make it to a handle recommendation. That's what you got to be for me. But um, who's left? Chris, have you gone yet? No? Nope, just Chris, me. Take it away. Uh, all right. So I'm going to put over a TV show remix, so to say. Um, I don't know if anybody here has the Peacock app or streaming service, um, but I got suckered in because WWE Network is now a part of it, which is a deal in itself. I mean, really, $5 for it's $5 instead of 10 Why would you not sign up for the Peacock Network? I'm just saying. Listen, Peacock alone could be it. But um, they did something very interesting uh, with The Office, which is, I know, a beloved a beloved TV show on this and uh, on this podcast. And um, they actually made a super fan series. Um, so far, I think they're two seasons in. And basically what they did was they remade the episodes with the same plot points, but a lot of deleted scenes are added back into the, the the show. And it makes a couple new funny jokes in the episodes. Um, you know, so if you're one of the people like myself or Jenna, primar- more so Jenna than me, but one of us that rewatches The Office time and time again, um, it gives you like a little bit of a different experience with new jokes, um, some funny, maybe sometimes more cringeworthy, cringeworthy scenes. Um and, uh, you know, it's kind of like a new experience on a fan favorite. So check it out. It's on the Peacock app uh, or Peacock streaming service. And uh, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, it they, they don't change like the plot points, but there's a lot of other like really funny quips and jokes and like extended scenes and things like that that you may have never seen before or what what not. So it, it, it makes it makes it a fun watch again, I guess, so to say so. So yeah, check out Office Superfans if you're an Office fan that watches it a lot, or if you want to check out some, maybe some deleted scenes, some new jokes, things like that. Makes it a little bit interesting. So check it out. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Abomination for their luscious uh, fruited hard smoothie seltzer. I would like to thank Thin Man Brewery for their Minky Boodle, which is a raspberry sour ale. And also thank you to Kiwi for sending this to me. Kiwi, Kiwi. <laughs> I want to thank um, Divine Barrel Brewing for their split open and melt. And also, yeah, thanks, Chris, for sending this. This is a very good beer. I didn't get much more banana as it warmed up, by the way. But just so you know. Good note. And I want to thank everybody on the pod for uh, having me on. And I want to thank Todd for this great beer that I have no clue how to explain. But... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But by 12% uh, Brewer Series, homegrown. It was delicious, and I would like more. <laughs> uh, please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please head over to Discord and join the conversation over there. And please head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, 25 cents a week. Uh, you can get extra episodes of the podcast right over there. Um also, make sure you head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. That really helps. And also, make sure you're, you're spreading the word to your friends. Um, you know, if you become a, a really good friend of the podcast, maybe we'll even let you join like we did Nick right here. Um, so, you know, tell everybody. That way, we can get tons and tons of guests. If if you are someone's grandma's pastor, we want to have you on. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Back to, like, the first original episode. Grandma's pastor. Get, get me grandma's pastor. Um... Sounds like. <laughs> can can you play the Pornhub sound right now, please? <laughs> Check out Tud and get me Grandma's pastor. <laughs> Live this fall. I thought it was better. I thought it was better and get me Grandma's pastor to Return of Grandma's pastor. <laughs> yes. Don't don't drop the ball on get me Grandma's pastor three. Uh, 14 Bloody Marys or whatever that was. <laughs> All right. And with that, my name's Stud. <laughs> my name's Chris. My name's Obert. And my name's Nick. Do the outro. And remember, if you're drinking alone with friends. Nope. Do it. Nope, nope, with keep friends. going. Finish the thought, Nick. <laughs>
It's always the best. Always the best. <laughs> and remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Yeah, you got it. You go. <laughs> we did it. Oh, How does it feel to be on this side of the microphone? Oh my god! Is it everything you, you know, so my worst fear is being recorded. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, so it's easy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like I could turn on like the the echo back and like, oh, you please, can hear no. yourself. No, I'd be happy with that. But... Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh man. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you agreed but... when. Todd kidnapped you and brought you on the podcast. Yeah. Because we didn't really give you a choice. He just kind of walked in and said, yeah, we're doing a podcast. And I kind of walked over here and sat down. (laughs) So. (laughs) After he ate some good smoked meat. Yeah. I like, I was like, oh, I could hide in the other room, but I just can't do that. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. No, thanks for playing along. (laughs) I I do wish my beer said one thing on it. One thing about the beer. (laughs) Anything about it. I was talking about the guy. Nobody wants to hear about this guy. They want to hear about the beer.